podcast? What is a podcast prenup? What the heck? Right away after this. And I left too much time. Okay. Hi, everybody. I'm Gordon Firemark, the podcast lawyer, and this is another episode of Legit Podcast Pro, where I share comments, tips, uh, uh, and I answer your questions about podcast law and the business of podcasting and the, the process of podcasting, all that. And today I'm going to be talking about a legal topic, I guess. Um, it's, it's a reprise of the presentation I gave uh, last week. That was late January at the PodFest Media Expo. Let me say, if you are not attending conferences and expos and things like that when you can, you're really missing out on some great opportunities, whether you're a podcaster or a YouTuber or a media creator of any kind. The podcasting, uh, excuse me, the, the, the conference community is where you're going to do the rap, most rapid learning and great networking, meet good people, You'll meet people in the vendor side of the industries that you're working in. You'll meet people on the creator side. You'll meet audience members. And um, sharing ideas organically in that environment is so, so good for what you're doing. It will bring, it will up the level of everything you do. And it's just downright fun. So please come and attend uh, the kinds of conferences. I'm going to be speaking at another one in a couple weeks. Podcast Movements Evolutions is in Las Vegas in... Um, uh, early March and I'll be there for that. And, uh, uh, leading a, a legal Eagles panel view from the top, basically. So that's going to be pretty, pretty fun. Um, all right. So the talk that I gave at, at PodFest was all about, uh, a podcast prenup. And I wanted to just get into it here because, you know, when I'm talking to, um, uh, creatives, you know, creative people, what I do is I help creative people achieve impact and influence and, and not get sidetracked or stalled by disputes and lawsuits. And basically, in the, over the course of the you know thirty years or so that I have been practicing entertainment media and business law, I have learned an awful lot about um, about what it takes to succeed. And and the core premise of what I want to share is that the easiest way, easiest way to protect yourself, your team, and your podcast is to get a podcast prenup in place to create clarity about the expectations and outcomes for when things come to an end, because they do. And we're talking about podcast prenups. So I'm going to just quickly cover what they are, what kinds of podcast prenups there are, who needs them, who doesn't, why they're so important, when is the right time to get one put together, what goes into a good prenup, and how to get started on on one for yourself. Uh, so let's just jump right in. So we're calling it a prenup, and that's short for a prenuptial agreement. A prenuptial agreement is a contract a written contract entered into before marriage by the couple so that they can select and control the legal rights and what happens when the relationship ends. Relationships end. Sometimes they, the couple breaks up. Sometimes someone dies. And that leaves open questions either way of who gets what, the house, the kids, the cars, the pets, who takes care of things, who continues on with, with uh, things and so on. It's the what-if document. And businesses also use written agreements um, and, and documents and structures to figure out this same kind of thing. What happens if the founders split up or retire or die or what have you? And there are lots of these things take on lots of different forms, 
but at their most basic, they are about setting out the rights and responsibilities of the parties. And a podcast prenup is basically the same thing. People are coming together to create something. And when you do that, you have this relationship. And eventually, you're going to have to decide what happens to the things that they create because relationships change, people change, priorities shift. Someone leaves or becomes sick or disabled or dies, and then what do you do? Are you absolutely certain you'll be able to continue? If you do, who gets the show title, the trademark? Who gets the episode content, those copyrights? Who gets the hosting account, the RSS feed, the mailing list, the merch, the social media accounts? Because, you know, when people are getting together and creating stuff, they're doing it in a way that, you know, I'll take care of this part, you take care of that part, and then the accounts are in different people's names sometimes, and and then if someone's not there to talk about what their intentions were, or if someone's there but they're not remembering things the way they said they were, you know, they were going to be at the outset, there's lots that can go on there. So, um, so you've got to think this through. So, who needs a podcast prenup? Well, the easier question really is who doesn't need one? If you are doing a solo show, you're a lone wolf. Nobody else ever touches your show. Then. There's no real need. You don't have to worry too much about this. But I'll say it does actually pay to make a plan for what happens when you're gone, right? You know, if you're not able to do it, your audience may want you want some answers or information or, you know, what's supposed to happen. So it makes sense to have some kind of a succession plan or an end of life plan for you, but also for your podcast. But what if you are a part of a team? If you have a co-host or writers, or researchers, or producers, or editors, or even guests on your show, you do need to think about this because, whoop, because authorship is ownership. Co-creation is co-authorship, and co-authorship is co-ownership. And even if that's what you want, shared equal co-ownership among your team, it makes sense to get that in writing so that there's proof because when things and people and circumstances change and someone dies or a spouse and kids are coming sniffing around, if you don't have it clear in writing, then we start to have to figure it out. And, and, uh, and we're relying on, you know, misinformation or misremembering and those kinds of things. And if you don't intend to share things equally, then it's even more important to get these things in writing. Because if you don't have those clear intentions documented, you are opening yourself up to ownership disputes. And uh, I tell this story about the podcaster who who started a podcast, actually started a whole podcast network of shows about television programs. And he would he and his co-hosts would watch the shows and then discuss the the plot and what was going on and the characters and all that. And eventually one of one of his shows really took off. And he had different co-hosts for different episodes, but eventually one co-host emerged as the primary co-host. And that eventually that co-host emerged as sort of more of the, the leader, even more in the driver's seat on the show. And the guy who founded the network was sort of in the backseat, backseat uh, position, the, the sidekick. And eventually they got into a disagreement about how to monetize the show. One person wanted to do crowdfunded Patreon kind of stuff and the other wanted to do ads and, and sponsorships. And they couldn't agree and they're butting heads and fighting about it. And so eventually the, the host, the, the creator of the show and the network guy, he decides to be the bigger man and he sends a text. He says, Hey, listen, it's your show. We'll do it your way. I'm good. We're, you know, all that. Well, host, co-host side, uh, you know, takes this message as, Hey, it's your show, meaning you own it. You can do with it as you want, take it. And, and so what does he do? He takes it. He says, I'm going to go off the network. I'm leaving. I'm done. You're out. 
I'm, it's my show now. And, um, this led, of course, to the host of the network locking him out of the hosting accounts and things like that. And one of them's got the, the, uh, Facebook access and one of them's got the email list. And, and, and so they're duking it out over this. It's a total control dispute and, and also this ownership dispute. And they end up having to hire lawyers and having to fight over whose show is this. And I'll tell you, it was a seven, eight, nine month long, back and forth with the lawyers and the duh, and are we going to get involved in Is there going to be a lawsuit? This one, we didn't actually file any lawsuits, but, um, uh, I represented the, uh, the owner of the network and the, the other uh, lawyer wasn't representing the, the, uh, the fellow who had been the co-host who was sort of taken over and, uh, you know, seven, eight, nine months of, of duking it out and legal bills and all of that. And, you know, at the end of it all, nobody really is very happy about how things went. And these disputes can also arise not only about ownership, but just about who's in charge, who has final cut, editorial control, who chooses the topics, who chooses the guests. Does your guest get to tell you what to keep and what to, what to cut from the show? And who's paying for things? Who's getting paid? How much? All of these disputes need to be dealt with and, and addressing them in the form of a prenup is really important. Another story dealt with in back in, it's, it's more than 10 years ago now, but at the time, Adam Carolla was the most downloaded podcast of all. And he, he and his show had started after he had been uh, relieved of his responsibilities with a, with a uh, radio show, his partners, uh, or I should say his best friend from, or a friend from childhood and the friend's wife and Adam decided to get together and do this show. And there was never any agreement. Well, when things started going well and the show starts going well, Adam bristled at something and decided they're out. He went into the office and told the staff that eh, those guys are leaving. So I'm the boss now. And they came in, found this out. They sued him for breach of an oral partnership agreement. So then again, they all got to fight for years and years over their respective interests in the podcast. Eventually it settles. But I'll tell you, the thing about settlement is everyone involved is settling. It's compromise. Almost never is anyone truly happy with the result, except maybe the lawyers who send out big bills at the end of it all and so on. And another reason why you need a chain of title is that, look, if you plan to sell your show, to join a network, to become exclusive on a particular platform, all of those kinds of deals require that you have clarity about who owns this thing. And having that laid out ahead of time will get you, puts you in a position where you're ready to make those kind of deals. Because I'll tell you, buyers, networks, platforms, they don't want to wait around. You've got an opportunity when it's offered. But if you aren't ready, if you've got to go back and forth with your partners or your co-creators or whatever, then to figure out who owns it, who do, who's signing this paperwork, you, it might be too late by the time you get it done. These kinds of delays, buyers just don't want to wait around for that kind of clarity. So when do you need a podcast prenup? Well, it's a prenup. So earlier is better. Before you really get started is when to do it. But if you haven't already done it and you've already started and you've got a team together, it's never too late. Do it whenever you can. There is something essentially a post-nup agreement. So do it whenever you can. Sooner is better than later. Absolutely. And prenup is really just my little branding trademark shorthand for what it is we're doing. Really, the actual form of the agreement could be many, many things. Your, your release agreement that you use with your guest is the prenup there. And, and please, if you don't use a, um, 
a prenup with your guests, start. <laughs> start, please. Okay. I want you to do it. Uh, if you go to podcastrelease.com, I have a free podcast guest release that I'd like you to use. I'll get into the topic on that another time somehow, but uh, like I have a lot of other forms and things, you can go to podcastprenup.com and get a free release form. To, I'm sorry, podcastrelease.com to get a, a free uh, form that you can use with your guests. It could also be a collaboration agreement, a, a true, you know, just let's get together. I've got this, you've got that. We'll bring it together. We'll put this thing together. It could be what we call a co-production where each party is bringing certain resources and they're dividing up the rights as well, or they're dividing up the revenues. That That's a, a legitimate form of co-production. More often we talk about co-production when it's between companies or businesses, but it's really a collaboration or partnership between two entities for a specific limited purpose. Um, it could also be a corporation or a limited liability company that you form with your, with your team, where some of the team members might own different varying pieces of the company and some might just be employees of the company and the company is the owner of the show and all of its stuff. And it could also be an engagement employment agreement with the host or the co-host or the, or the editor or the writer, or whatever you, you know, all, all forms of agreement can work. That what's important is getting something in writing that lays it out and sets those, those expectations properly. So what goes into a podcast prenup? Well, the usual things that you need in a contract in order to have definiteness of the terms. Who are the parties? What are they bringing to the equation? What are they bringing to the project? Are they contributing an idea, titles, brands, underlying raw material, equipment, know-how, labor, financing, money, right? Who's getting reimbursed for what? What are their responsibilities? Who's in charge? Who's supposed to do the different tasks? What are the limits, if any, on anybody's authority to do or, or bind the company or something like that? You're managing and, and defining the expectations. What's expected, where, when, by whom, and so on. What are the deliverables and, and what else are the indicia of performance that you might need? Um, what rights are transferring? Who's the owner? What is the owner owner of? Who's in control of the creative aspects of the business aspects of the secondary business and creative aspects and things like that? And what kind of compensation are we looking at? Is somebody getting wages or salary or do they get a piece of the profits? Is it a percentage of the profits? And if so, how are we calculating that percentage? How are we calculating profit? which revenues count and which don't. In the Adam Carolla situation, there was a dispute over whether his stand-up comedy work was generating, the, the revenues generated from that was a, a business revenue or was it something separate? And likewise with the expenses. You know, the profit formula is revenues minus expenses equals profit. So what expenses are legit and what aren't? Are we paying for the car? Are we paying for the apartment? Are we paying for the maid and the, and the child care? You know, all those kinds of things. Or maybe the compensation is in the form of, you know, some kind of bonuses or some combination of all these things. And then the agreement needs to address the what happens when and if someone quits or leaves or dies or becomes sick or disabled or just isn't pulling their weight. What's the mechanism for throwing somebody out if they're not doing their job? What's the mechanism for buying someone out if they leave or being bought out if you decide to leave? How do we determine what the buy-sell price is for that? Or is there some other mechanism? What's the timetable? 
Where do we, what do we do if there's a breach of the contract? Where do we go? Where, what court or, or forum are we going to do the dispute resolution in? Are we going to go to arbitration or mediation? All of these things can and should be in your, your podcast prenup. And if someone is working for your show, but isn't an owner or a collaborator, they're just an independent contractor. Well, that should be in writing too. So you, not they, own the output of the work that they are doing for you. So how are you going to get this podcast prenup? Well, the key really is just getting started. Of course, you can hire a lawyer to drop the paperwork for whatever structure you and they feel is best, or you could write it up yourself and it doesn't have to be perfect. This is definitely an area where something is better than nothing. You don't want to leave this to the courts or a jury to decide on their own what you intended. So it's much better to get it down so they have something to go on and base their decision on. And there are templates out there. In fact, I offer a couple different forms on my site at podcastlawforms.com, which I've just put in the chat for those of you that are watching me live. Now, if you, if you, if you want to get started on this, all it really is, is figure out what you want and get it down on paper. It does not have to be perfect. In fact, something is better than nothing. The easiest way Again, I'm going to say it again. The easiest way to protect yourself and your team and your podcast is to get a podcast prenup in place that creates clarity of expectations and outcomes in case things come to an end. That's all there is to it. So that is basically it. Your next steps, if you want to get a podcast prenup in place, figure out for yourself what's ideal for you, the structure and the intention, and then talk it out with your team and then get it down in writing and hash it out. Better to have the conflict now when you're, when you're starting and you're happy and excited than to invest years or months or years or whatever and thousands and thousands of dollars only to later find out that you were never on the same page about these things. So get these things taken care of when everybody's happy is the right time to make the deal happen. And I've put together a conversation guide, sort of a checklist that'll guide you in making some of the important decisions. And you can get that over at podcastprenup.com. So that's going to do it for this episode of the Legit Podcast Pro podcast. I'm Gordon Firemark, the podcast lawyer, and uh, join me again next week. See me at, uh, we do this at Thursdays at 4 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. And, uh, uh, and then we publish the audio episode shortly thereafter. So that's it for this one. Thanks again for being here. I will uh, talk to you really soon. Bye.